Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Samuel chapter 3. The war between the house of Saul and the house of David lasted a long time. David grew stronger and stronger, while the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker. Sons were born to David in Hebron. His firstborn was Amnon, the son of Ahinoam of Jezreel. His second, Keliab, the son of Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. The third, Absalom, the son of Mekah, the daughter of Talmi, king of Gesher. The fourth, Adonijah, the son of Haggith. The fifth, Shephatiah, the son of Abtal. The sixth, Ethraim, the son of David's wife, Eglah. These were all born to David in Hebron. During the war between the house of Saul and the house of David, Abner had been strengthening his own position in the house of Saul. Now Saul had a concubine named Rizpah, daughter of Aah, and Ishbosheth said to Abner, Why did you sleep with my father's concubine? Abner was very angry because of what Ishbosheth had said. So he answered, Am I a dog's head on Judah's side? This very day I'm loyal to the house of your father Saul and to his family and friends. I haven't handed you over to David. Yet now you accuse me of an offense involving this woman. May God deal with Abner, be it ever so severely, if I do not do for David what the Lord promised him on oath, and transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul, and establish David's throne over Israel and Judah, from Dan to Beersheba. Ishbosheth did not dare to say another word to Abner, because he was afraid of him. Then Abner sent messengers on his behalf to say to David, Whose land is it? Make an agreement with me, and I will hand you all Israel. Good, said David, I will make an agreement with you, but I demand one thing of you. Do not come into my presence unless you bring Michael, daughter of Saul, when you come to see me. Then David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, son of Saul, demanding, Give me my wife, Michael, whom I betrothed to myself for the price of a hundred Philistine foreskins. So Ishbosheth gave orders and had her taken away from her husband, Paltiel, son of Laish. Her husband, however, went with her, weeping behind her all the way to Baharim. Then Abner said to him, Go back home. So he went back. Abner conferred with the elders of Israel and said, For some time you have wanted to make David your king. Now do it. For the Lord promised David, By my servant David I will rescue my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from the hand of all their enemies. Abner also spoke to the Benjamites in person. Then he went to Hebron to tell David everything that Israel and the whole tribe of Benjamin wanted to do. When Abner, who had twenty men with him, came to David at Hebron, David prepared a feast for him and his men. Then Abner said to David, Let me go at once and assemble all Israel for my lord the king, so that they may make a covenant with you, and that you may rule over all that your heart desires. So David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. Just then David's men and Joab returned from a raid and brought with them a great deal of plunder. 
But Abner was no longer with David in Hebron because David had sent him away, and he had gone in peace. When Joab and all the soldiers with him arrived, he was told that Abner, son of Ner, had come to the king and that the king had sent him away, and he had gone in peace. So Joab went to the king and said, What have you done? Look, Abner came to you. Why did you let him go? Now he's gone. You know Abner, son of Ner. He came to deceive you and to observe your movements and find out everything you're doing. Joab then left David and sent messengers after Abner, and they brought him back from the cistern at Sirah. But David didn't know anything about it. Now when Abner returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside to an inner chamber as if to speak to him privately, and there, to avenge the blood of his brother Asahel, Joab stabbed him in the stomach, and he died. Later, when David heard about this, he said, I and my kingdom are forever innocent before the Lord concerning the blood of Abner, son of Ner. May his blood fall on the head of Joab and on his whole family. May Joab's family never be without someone who has a running sore or leprosy, or who leans on a crutch, or who falls by the sword, or who lacks food. Joab and his brother Abishai murdered Abner because he had killed their brother Asahel at the battle of Gibeon. Then David said to Joab and all the people with him, Tear your clothes and put on sackcloth and walk in mourning in front of Abner. King David himself walked behind the bier. They buried Abner in Hebron, and the king wept aloud at Abner's tomb. All the people wept also. The king sang this lament for Abner. Should Abner have died as the lawless die? Your hands were not bound, your feet were not fettered. You fell as one falls before the wicked. And all the people wept over him again. Then they all came and urged David to eat something while it was still day. But David took an oath, saying, May God deal with me, be it ever so severely, if I taste bread or anything else before the sun sets. All the people took note and were pleased. Indeed, everything the king did pleased them. So on that day, all the people there and all Israel knew that the king had no part in the murder of Abner, son of Ner. Then the king said to his men, Do you not realize that a commander and a great man has fallen in Israel this day? And today, though I am anointed king, I am weak. And these sons of Zeruiah are too strong for me. May the Lord repay the evildoer according to his evil deeds. So it's a a chapter filled with intrigue. There's war between the house of Saul and the house of David. And the text says that Saul had been dead for a while and his family grew weaker and weaker. And David's family grew stronger and stronger. And so there's a mention of some sons of David that had been uh, born in Hebron. A lot of time had passed. And so Saul had um, a concubine named Rizpah, who apparently Abner had um, seduced or had taken up to strengthen his position with the house of Saul. And Ishbosheth took issue with this with um, Abner, and Abner was deeply offended that Ishbosheth would say anything about um, him taking this concubine, Rizpah. And so um, Abner said, May God deal with Abner, 
be it ever so severely, if I do not do for David what the Lord promised him on an oath, and transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul, and establish David's throne over Israel. And so Abner had the authority to do this, friends. This is um, not long after Ishbosheth had taken the throne. Ishbosheth only rules for two years. And so Abner had the ability to unite the kingdom under David at this point, which would have been five years earlier than when it actually happened. And so Abner makes peace advances towards King David. David says, I want my wife, Michael, back, um, the daughter of Saul, because she's been taken away from me and she's married to another man. And so Abner and Ishbosheth agreed to return Michael to David. And so um, Abner goes to David's camp in good faith, has a great meeting, promises to deliver the kingdom to David. And then Joab and Abishai find out he was there. And in revenge for the, the killing of their brother, they murder Abner. And David takes tremendous issue with this. This was not something David was complicit in. In fact, David realized that they had subverted the plan to deliver the kingdom to him, lock, stock, and barrel, uh, at the hands of Abner. So uh, David performed a funeral dirge. He, um, he told all Israel that he had no part in the murder of Abner, and everybody knew that he had no part in the murder of Abner. And he made this statement. He said, these sons of Zeruiah are too strong for me. And he cursed them. He said, may the Lord repay the evildoer according to his evil deeds. These were his nephews, his two uh, nephews. Now, when you look at this chapter, it seems like maybe Joab didn't do such a bad thing, going in and uh, taking out this general of the opposing forces. But the man had already pledged the kingdom to David. And so, as I, I mentioned, he really circumvented the plan of God or circumvented um, the path to the throne for David over a united Israel by at least five years. And so it was not a good thing. It wasn't David's wishes. David had no part in it, but it made uh, put David in a very bad position. And so, Lord, um, uh, we see this whole situation unfold, and uh, Joab and Abishai had um, uh, vengeance in their hearts toward, um, toward Abner. They had unforgiveness. Lord, search us if there's any unforgiveness in us. We know, Lord, that um, uh, Jesus taught that to be forgiven our sins, we had to forgive the sins of others. Lord, may we be quick to forgive. And Lord, may you be quick to forgive us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.